Welcome to the Connection Club podcast. I am Katie Wren. I am a wife, a mom to a beautiful baby girl, bonus mom to a beautiful teenage daughter and successful business owner. I am so excited to connect with you. Sometimes we need to disconnect from the world to reconnect with ourselves. So I am super grateful to be on this journey with you so we can connect together as a community. everyone and welcome back. I am super, super excited. I feel like I start every episode like that. Super, super excited because I actually am. Every time I record one of these, I really do get super excited because I know my intention and I know that I'm super just excited. That's the best way I can describe it. It's just, I am so excited. I really am. Just knowing the impact that these episodes are having on you guys, it just completely melts my heart into a million pieces. And I I just, I'm so grateful for every single listener. And I know a lot of you enjoyed listening to the routines and rituals, and it's something that you could take away and implement into your life. And I really believe this episode is another one of those beautiful takeaways that you can implement and and use for yourself in your everyday life. And not only that, but to better you as a person, to better you and your relationships and everything around you. And we're really going to be exploring how to connect with our identity today. And it's something that I, I feel like I'm quite experienced in talking about. I actually Googled or I tried to Google finding your identity and a lot of stuff came up when it more so identity theft and all of that. And I'm like, this obviously isn't a topic that a lot of people talk about. And so then I turned to my trusty source of Pinterest to help me find some resources or some data or some information on how one would find their identity again. And same thing, which really disappointed me. I'm like, surely people would talk about this topic a lot more. And I I guess not. So I tried another way of, I, I googled finding yourself. And again, a bunch of spiritual Christian based information came up, which is great because that's, you know, as a person, that's what I believe in. And a lot of that resonates with me, but it wouldn't resonate with typically a lot of listeners because not everybody believes in the same thing, right? So like, okay, identity is about really not so much finding yourself, but returning to yourself. And finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill or a £10 note or whatever currency you have in your pocket. You're also not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate, I can't even say that word. That's really funny. I'm not the most polished speaker and I'm doing a podcast. So there you go. Anyway, all those stupid, inaccurate conclusions you drop as a kid that you, that really became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself and unlearning and kind of unraveling all of the mess that you've been telling yourself for so long and to start remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. Whoa. And isn't that so true? And as the last episode I went into, you could really see where I started to lose 
the connection with myself is I started to become something I wasn't in a relationship. My business exploded so much that I went into people pleasing mode and it moved me away from my core values. So I lost my identity a little bit. Like I just told you guys, it's you're not really lost and you're not trying to find yourself. You're just trying to return to who you are, who you are. And this is what this podcast is all about, is just reconnecting with yourself. But how the fuck do we do that? In a world where we spend so much time on social media, looking at all of these highly edited, highly posed, I struggle to come up with the terms of what it is and what is happening in our culture, in our communities, in our society, on how focused we are on social media and how it's playing a negative role in our self-awareness and our self-being. And certainly in, in my generation, in the maybe the 25 to 35 year old generation, we kind of got brought up with social media and I'd, I'd feel sorry for the generation after us, honestly, because it's all they know and it's all they see and it's all that they've learned from. We learned that going outside and spending time in nature and taking your bike to your friend's house, knocking on someone's door, asking if they were in. I mean, those are some beautiful aspects of life, right? And now kids text, they Snapchat each other, they FaceTime each other to ask if they're about, or even they just sit at home in their bedroom, FaceTiming each other instead of going around to their friend's house. I don't know. I don't have a, a child that's in that age yet. I fear for Lake and what's ahead for her. And it's just certainly my mission to make sure that she's brought up around knowing about nature. It isn't all about social media. There isn't outdoors out there that you can explore. All of these different elements that I feel like kids miss out on a lot these days. And it's hard because they see mom and dad doing it. They see other people doing it. They, they, the whole nation is doing it. So it is difficult to move them away. But it's super important that we remind not only ourselves, but our kids on who we truly are and never really to, to change who we are at, at a core. I think we can pick up negative traits and negative behaviors that if we recognize, we can then work on. But truly who we are as people, we've got to remember that forming your identity and, and who you are isn't that difficult. All it takes is a decision. And like I said, in the past, I really moved away from who I am. I let the environments, I let other people's conclusions, other people's opinions, cultural conditioning, like there's a lot coming at you a lot of the time. And sometimes it's hard to be true to yourself if you're not aware of it. I let all that happen to me. I'm very loving. I'm very energetic. I'm very fun. I am very feminine. I'm a warrior. Like I can handle shit. <laughs> I can take some bullets. I can, I've got thick skin, you know, and I know not everybody's like that, but it's really my identity. And that's because I moved away from that. I, I, I honestly can't even tell you the person I was before. I don't recognize that person anymore. I got agitated easily. I was very angry. I got very upset. I would close down. I would withdraw with love. 
I would do everything that I am now, but in the opposite. So I wouldn't have fun. I would walk into a room and dread being around people. Honestly, I would dread it. And I came up with the idea that I was an introverted person. That's what I told myself. I am now this introverted person. And how many times do you tell yourself, if you're an introverted person, that you actually go around telling people you're an introverted person? You're not, everybody is born to be extroverted. I really do believe that. The way that we become introverted is that we've let all these conditions and stories and beliefs shape into believing that we are now should be this solitude person who doesn't really see people or, or spend time with people. Like we are, as humans, we're, we're born and our natural instinct is to be surrounded by tribes. You know, it goes back to centuries ago. So we have to remind ourselves that we, we're all extroverts. We really, really are. And I was telling myself that I was a total introvert. I hate being around people, but all my business is about people and getting together with people and all of that. But there was a time where I fucking hated it. I honestly hated walking into a room. It would physically drain me. It would make me resent people and resent my business. It would make me resent relationships and friendships. I became this person who was very significant driven and very certainty driven. So I needed a lot of certainty in my life. I needed things to be done in a certain way, kind of controlling. Certainty is like control, basically. If you have control, I think a lot of it, when people say they have anxieties, that they feel a loss of control. And even though I didn't have anxiety, when I didn't have control, I would freak out basically. And that need for control, I was controlling over relationships. I was not as in like, oh, you can't go there. You can't do this. You can't do that. But it was just, I don't know, just my behavior, I guess, was, was controlling in those relationships. And in my business, if things weren't done a certain way, I, I would be upset, but not with, I, I would be rude to other people. I would just give off the energy I was upset. And then I became significant driven and the Katie 2.0 doesn't want significance. Like I'm super happy that the only reason why I want people to share the podcast that they've listened to on their social media, just that it reaches more people and it helps more people, not for the significance. Oh, they tagged me in a, in a share or that doesn't matter to me. It's how, how can I reach more people? How can I impact more people? That's my intention. The intention is not to get attention, if that makes sense. But I became so significant driven that I would sulk if I wasn't asked to speak. I would sulk if a customer, you know, didn't give me praise for helping them out. Well, yeah, I would sulk. <laughs> Best way to describe it. It was crazy because during the, my time in my business, I was doing things that people had never done before. So I kind of was put in the spotlight and that's okay. It was great. But when that spotlight got took away from me, not took away, but moved on to someone else who was doing super awesome too, I'm like, what, do I not matter anymore? My chopped liver, like I've given you everything and now you don't care about me and it's not the case. My identity became about being significant driven and certainty driven, taking control. It just wasn't serving me. It made me very masculine as a person as well. Like we keep talking about this in, in a lot of the episodes and it just didn't sit right with me. I didn't feel good about myself. And I want to talk about a chapter of my life next on one of the future episodes. And really that 
drove me that crazy, I pushed myself into depression. And that became my identity. After having Lake, I had the postpartum blues. And I remember the point of shaking it off. But because I created so many stories around who I was as a person, the having a baby has changed my identity. I am this and I am that. And I started to tell myself all of these different things, all of these I am statements. You know, I am depressive. I am feeling sad postpartum. I, I told myself all of these things all the time. And long behold, I became it. So I really want you to think about in your life, where have you changed as a person in a negative way? Like we can change as a person in positive ways. And when we really self be self-aware and self-reflect on where we're going wrong and how are we showing up, that's positive. But if we're having negative things happen in our life, then what can we do to change that? How are we showing up as people? So the moment that I decided to create a new identity, who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up, I decided and it it took me a day. Did it take me a day to actually become that person? No, it takes a series of days. It, It takes practice. It's doing those rituals, forming the identity as well. Those rituals are super important. That's why I covered it in the beginning because it actually impacts your identity as well. So I'd had enough. I'd honestly had enough of being this person. My marriage wasn't going the way that it was. I kind of look back and thinking I'm rehashing the same behaviors as what happened in the in the first marriage and I'm doing it in the second marriage. So it's obviously fucking you, Katie. I know it's not all you because it's a two-way street when it comes to marriage, but how you're showing up is not helping. So what can we do to change it? And I decided to form a new identity in a matter of hours. It doesn't take long to decide who you want to be. The biggest thing I've found when it comes to identity and how you want to show up as a person is you have to lead with love. Every good book will tell you that the world evolves around love. If you don't have love in your life, how can you live a happy life? And like I said on the previous episode, reading a book called The Power by Rhonda Brin, it talks a lot about this, about the power of love and what the world is and how it operates. And if we didn't have love, I wouldn't be here right now. My mom and dad, if they hadn't met, they hadn't fallen in love and had that loving experience, I wouldn't be here today. If I hadn't led with love when it came to building my business, loving on people, loving the results they were getting, loving the business, loving the product, I wouldn't have had the success that I have today. And I wouldn't have what I have in my life because of it. If me and Luke hadn't had fallen in love, I wouldn't have learned the person that I am today. If we didn't fall in love, we wouldn't have had Lake. If Mother Nature didn't love her earth, trees wouldn't grow. Like everything evolves around love. The relationships that you have, your friendships are built on giving love to each other. Obviously, there's different types of love. There's like love friendship and there's love relationship. There's obviously going to be a fine line between that, right? And when you lead with love, life is very, very different. And when I made that decision, my life changed for the better. So I put at the top of my identity was love. And I encourage you to do the same thing too. 
it's when somebody upsets you. It's when somebody does something hurtful or says something hurtful. It's choosing to not see the bad in them, but choose to look beyond that and going, why are they saying that? Or what is happening in their life to be so upset right now to, to say those things? And half the time it's got nothing to do with you. It's it's to do with that person. They're obviously going through a moment in their time and you know, they're just taking it out on you. And it, it's something that you can't take personally because when you do, you're changing your identity again. So when you lead with love in every situation, in every environmental situation, every conversation, in every argument, in everything that you do, I promise you life will be different. So I put love at the top of my identity list. And then I did. I decided that I want to have more energy because if you've met my freaking husband, <laughs> I'm laughing because keeping up with that guy, oh man, he, like I said before, he can go, 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 and then he'll crash. And I can go, 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 crash. And that's most men and women, by the way. It, it's not normal for a woman to be able to go, 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 go. We're just not wired that way. But I would like to be able to keep up with him in an energetic perspective. He could walk into a room and just vibrate at a certain level. And yes, even though that isn't me, I still want to be able to be near his level. I can never reach his level, but I would like to be near his level. He can go all the way to Fiji and show up to a, a, a seminar, deliver and perform and, and come home and still have energy. I can't do that, but I would still like to have a good amount of energy. And when we talk about energy, I was very conflicted about this. I could do a whole episode about energy. There's so many different ways that we can look at energy. We've got energies in electricity. We've got energies in emotional energy. We've got energies in physical energy and the list could go on, right? When I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about emotional energy and physical energy. If I'm just kind of moping around, sat down, blah, blah, you know, not having fun, loving, energetic conversations, that's going to be the polar opposite of of what Luke needs. Luke needs a, an energetic, driven loving person. Otherwise it brings him down. I don't want him to come down to that level. I want to bring myself up further to his level. And that's not changing my, my core values because my core values is energy. Like I love being fit and healthy and I love having energy to do things. So I've put energy a second because it's super, super important for my relationship, for my marriage and how I show up with Lake. If I decide that today I'm going to have energy because I want to play with her, I want to be present with her, I want to be able to go running around the house and not feel like I've died afterwards, you know, I'm like running around and chasing her and playing with her toys and um, pushing around on the little bike she's got. Then if I decide if I'm low energy and if I'm tired, I'm not going to show up for her. I have to have energy to do all of the things that I want to do. I have to have energy to produce this podcast and this episode. I have to have energy to turn up to my gym, to my personal trainer. If I don't have that energy to t turn up to my personal trainer, I'm not going to get in the shape that I want to. And I'm going on a fabulous trip to Hawaii in October. I want to look freaking good for that trip, you know? So I have to have the energy to show up to certain things. And I encourage you again to put, I don't know, a lot of people suffer with energy and having the 
the motivation. I fucking hate that word. (laughs) If you want to learn about motivation, go and listen to Stephen Bartlett's podcast episode. I think it's called Motivation, Ambition and Imposter Syndrome. His latest episode. So if you're listening to this on the date that is actually released, if you go to Stephen's podcast series, you'll see it there. Really, really great topic around motivation. I have to give him a shout out because he was one of the guys who inspired me to really start a podcast and gave me the inspiration to do it. So I have to shout out that because it really spoke and really resonated with me when it came to motivation. I could talk about that all day long too. But going back to energy, I highly recommend that you start forming that as your identity because energy is everything. It's the way that you show up. It's the way that you have conversations, the way that you interact with your family, the way that you show up for your business or for your career or for your workplace. It's everything. So whether it's a high priority or a middle priority or just maybe a little bit further down in your priority list, but it's still there, something to work on maybe, I would encourage you to have that. Then the next thing that my identity is, is fun. I want to have more fun in my life. I want, again, it's part of energy. It ties in really nicely. I want to be that fun, goofy person that me and Luke, we used to do it quite a lot. We've kind of died down a little bit with with it now because we kind of anticipate and really know about each other now. And we know when we're being sneaky and stuff, but we used to scare cam each other. I mean, this guy would literally... He put it on his on his Instagram story the other day, and I'm sure some of you guys have seen it, but I literally cracked myself. He scared the living Jesus out of me. And, you know, like maybe a few a few years ago, I would have slapped him across the face and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Blah. But I actually like find it really funny and we have a lot of fun doing it. So um, I don't know. I think probably him listening to this, it'll inspire him to keep doing scare cams on me now and just don't do it to me if I get pregnant again. Like he tried to do it a couple of times when I was pregnant. I'm like, are you trying to get me into labor? Like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Sorry, mom for swearing. So just having fun is super, super important to have in my life and how I want to be as a person. I don't want to be the the party pooper. I want to be the person who brings the party to people and makes people feel good and, and has fun and doesn't take herself too seriously. That's the opposite of fun is taking yourself too seriously and worrying about what people think. I think when we tend to think about what others think of us, we stop having fun. So it's getting out of that head, getting into that heart and pretending like you're a little child again. I love the fact that I have a child because it's reminded me how to be a kid again. Like I bought her a little horse stable the other day with with these toy horses in. And, you know, like we were just playing around with them and we're going, nay, and and kissing, you know, kissing the horses and stuff. And it just brings you back to being a kid again. And and we just, we're so serious these days. It's like people don't know how to have fun anymore. So I put that as as part of my identity. I want to be fun. I want to lead with love and be love have energy, have fun. And then the the other part of my identity is I am sexy. And these are the I am's that I tell myself all the time to form and ingrain that identity even more. Telling yourself that you are sexy is okay. It doesn't mean that you're big headed, but don't you think you're going to vibrate and give off a different energy as we, we keep saying that word, you're going to give off a different energy and a different vibration. If you tell yourself you're sexy I'm not perfect in my 
physical appearance and that's okay. I'm working on my butt being a little bit tighter and firmer and toning up my arms and things like that. You know, it's all a work in progress. But I still tell myself I am sexy. When I gave birth to Lake, I looked in the mirror. I'd never been that shape before in my life. I've I've never really been over overweight. I've always been a little stick insect growing up. So when I do put on a few pounds, I, I really feel it. But when I when I had Lake, I had a bit of a, a pouch for us. I still have a little pouch now. Still had a pouch for quite a long time and having a C-section, I feel like it takes a little bit longer to go down. But I would still tell myself that I'm sexy. Like, and the more that I've told myself that lately, the more that I give off a different energy. And the more that I actually dress more feminine because I feel sexy, I actually make the effort more because I, I tell myself I'm sexy. My husband is definitely reaping the benefits because I tell myself I'm sexy. If I know that I'm sexy, then guess what? I'm going to be for him sexy. And I don't walk around the supermarket and be like, mm, yes, look at me. I'm so sexy. Oh, pay attention to me. It's not the case. It's the fact that I'm giving myself an affirmation every day that, you know, we, we can pick up our phone and look on Instagram and see all these perfectly edited photos and these perfectly pretty girls. And I mean, where the fuck did they come from? Because they are like godly beautiful. <laughs> And I know a lot of it is like they've done a hundred photos to get that one photo and it's edited a little bit and pinched in here and pinched in there. But like, where are the, where do they come from? Because surely they can't look tremendously different in real life, right? I don't know. But if I open up my social media, I see a ton of these every single day. And if I compare myself to these people, then I'm never going to feel sexy. So I'm constantly telling myself, you know, every time I'm looking on my phone or I'm going through social media or I, I see someone beautiful, I'm like, fuck me, she's really pretty. Or I don't look at women and th- and get jealous. I look at women and admire them for their beauty and for who they are. I don't think fucking bitch, like her hair is so much nicer than mine or she dresses so much better than me. I'm like, good for you, girlfriend, you know? And we need more of that in our life, really. As women, we need to start empowering each other more. And, you know, I'm constantly telling women that they are beautiful because they really are. Try and catch yourself when you think badly of another person going, no, like, who am I to judge that person? I'm nobody because I know somebody's judging me and they shouldn't because they don't know you and you don't know them. So it's super important that we start that within ourselves and telling ourselves a new story that we are sexy, that we are beautiful, that we we are confident. If it's something, if confidence is something that you struggle with, make that part of your identity that you are confident. And I've made that part of my identity because for so long, after situations that happened with my first marriage and some um, experiences that again that I don't want to go into. But it really rattled me in going, okay, then I mustn't be that sexy. Like I mustn't be that beautiful. And I started to believe that as my identity until I decided and looked in the mirror. I'm like, no, like I'm beautiful. I am sexy. I am, I am stunning. It's okay to tell yourself that without being overconfident. It is possible to tell yourself that. So after sexy, I tell myself that I am a warrior because I've been through some stuff and I'm still fucking here. I had a terrible car accident when I was 17. I, I, sh- I should be somewhere else right now. Let's, let's say that I was very lucky to come out alive. 
you know, surgeries I've had, there's, I've had septicemia in the past and that was, that was scary. I've had a C-section, you know, I've had a child. I'm, I'm so lucky to be here. There's things in my life where emotionally things have happened to me and, and with business too. And I, I'm still here. I'm still fighting. I'm, I'm a warrior. I will fight until the end. I really, really will. I'm a feminine warrior. Sometimes I'll t- in my I am statement, in my identity statement, I will tell myself that I am feminine. You know, I'm sexy, I'm feminine. It's kind of like the same thing for me. But I am a feminine warrior. And I remind myself that I just, I feel like I have an army of beautiful people around me that just make me feel like I'm a warrior, that I'm, I'm still surviving and I'm still fighting the good fight, if that makes sense. So that's not who I was before. I let the identity of anger and depression and feeling unsexy and unworthy and unconfident. I'm going to put that in there because even though I didn't feel unconfident, I know a lot of people suffer with a lack of confidence. And like I said on the previous episode, it's a bullshit story. All of these things you are telling yourself in your mind, you're disconnecting from who you are as a person. It's all bullshit. Stop listening to the lines, the lies that your mind is telling you. You are none of them. And start really believing in the person that you are or who you want to be. Before, I wouldn't have put energy as a identity factor, but it's important to me. So I, I put it as an identity factor because I wanted to show up for that person more so for myself, for my family, for my marriage and for my, my friendships. So sometimes we don't necessarily understand who we need to be until we really understand what we want from our life. So what is it that you want from your life is a question I'm going to ask you. And a lot of people say, well, I don't know. It's the most lame ass answer you could ever give ever. It's lazy. It's fucking lazy. Again, I don't know what's with the swearing today, but start being real with yourself and tell yourself what do you want? because that's going to help you become who you want to be. And again, deciding who you want to be is going to give you what you want for your life. It's kind of like a flip question. So I really want you to think about all of the things that you truly want to be. And I'm kind of going to give you some identity ideas, maybe. I don't want to influence you in truly who you want to be, but Maybe think of some I am statements to begin with and then really wrap around the idea of what that looks like. So some of the things that you could tell yourself is I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am secure, I am worthy, I am positive, I am blessed, I am grateful, I am beautiful, I am confident, I am courageous. You could have other things in there going, I am fulfillment, I am health, I am connection, I am passion, I am loyal. Like It it all depends on who you want to be. Please don't get caught in the trap of going, well, I'll take mine as an example, going, I want to be more energetic, I want to have more energy, but I'm, oh, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not that person. Well, why not? If someone said to me, why don't you form your identity around energy a few years ago, I would have been like, 
Why? (laughs) Because I'm not that person. I was telling myself a story that I wasn't that person, all in fear of not being able to get there. And I can tell you, I'm stood here today with the notion of saying I am energy and I do show up with energy more so than ever. It's still a work in progress. I didn't just click my fingers overnight and became an energetic person. I tell myself these things every single day, more than one one time a day. It's usually about four or five times a day before I go into the house or before I get out of the car or before I get out of bed, before I get into bed, before I walk into a room. I remind myself of that identity. It's like if me and Luke have had an argument, move away from each other. We go into a different room or we go and do a thing or, you know, whatever. I come back and before I enter that room, I tell myself, I am love, I am energy, I am fun, I am sexy, I'm a warrior. And then I'll step in because I just stepped into that identity instead of letting my head push me into something that I am not. And really, the reason why you are unhappy right now is because you're not in alignment with who you are. And it's not because of what anyone else is doing. Your relationships or your career or your friendships have no influence on how you should show up or who you should be. Only you have control of that. And once you take control of that and truly decide, I promise you life will be very, very, very different. And you're going to have so much more enjoyment, and happiness and fulfillment and peace. That inner peace that you're looking for is when you really, truly decide who you want to be and not let anyone or anything stop you from being it. Nothing or nobody it's who you are. If someone challenges me and says, well, you don't actually have that much energy. You have no idea, dude. You don't know the journey that I'm on. You don't know what I'm working towards. You don't know what I'm doing to implement that into my life. No idea. Don't let anybody challenge you. If you want to become that person, then become it. Decide. So I hope that's really helped you and served you today, guys. It's definitely a subject that I get super, super excited about because I know how much it's impacted my life, how it's shaped me and and changed a lot of different things in, in the terms of my friendships and in my marriage and in my career. And I feel so much more joy every single day because I'm not letting other things dictate who I am and what I'm about, if that makes sense. So I really want you to go away and think about, write down, who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? And when I was faced with that question, I did find it difficult at first. I'm like, I'm not quite sure how to answer that because I feel really stupid. I am who I am. No, you are who you are. Yes, but no. <laughs> I could say I'm, I'm a depressed, sad person and then I would become it. I'm not that person. I am not. And it's the one thing, this is the one thing that helped me get out of my depression, my postpartum depression that I had is that I decided to create a new identity. And I'm going to go through on another episode, the steps. And if you know somebody that is suffering with, with depression or um, anxiety and all of these different things, I'm really going to share with you how I got out of that by um, 
not taking any medication or following any doctor's advice or anything like that. I did some simple steps and kept doing them over and over and over, forming this new identity at the same time. And it helped me become the person I am today, this KE 2.0. And there'll be a KE 3.0 in the future and a 4.0 and a 5.0. because I'm always constantly developing myself, becoming a better person, focusing on, on doing greater things, and because of that, it's given me more joy and fulfill- fulfillment, like I, t- I keep mentioning. So I'm really, really excited you connected with me today. I would love if you reach out to me and you decide on really what your new identity is, please message me and tell me about it, where you were and, and who you're going to be. Sometimes just saying it out loud to somebody makes it become more real. This is why I love doing these podcasts because I'm actually speaking out and it's becoming more real. Just connecting with myself again, it, it really does. So please reach out to me, like send me a voice note, send me a message on really the person you are now and who you want to be. What is your new identity? How do you want to show up? What does that look like for your life? And I honestly can't wait to see some of these because really your life now moving forward is going to be very, very different as you've just connected back to yourself in a, in a way that's so amazing. You are going to see so many more things show up in your life that you've not seen before. Really, this is exciting. So like I said, guys, this isn't something that you just click your fingers, you know, you kind of believe it for a little bit and it dies down and goes away. No, 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 no. You have got to practice this every single day. It's not just something that you take one bite of and and set it down. No, you've got to eat that whole freaking cake, girl or guy. (laughs) You've got to eat that whole thing and make sure that you finish it because every single day you have to remind yourself, write it down on a piece of paper, put it as a screensaver on your phone, put it on your computer screen, put it as sticky notes all over the house write it as a big poster. What would it mean to you if you are this person? What would happen? And really start believing it because I believe I am all of those things. And because I believe it so much in my core that I just feel so alive more than ever. And if the whole world just fell to shit right now, if my business fell to shit, if my relationship isn't because I am, I am living this way, I wouldn't care because I know I'm living authentically on how I want to show up, not what society, not what someone else says, not what my business says, what nobody says but me. And because of that, I really truly believe and feel it more that it's true, that it's possible that I am that person. There's days where I fall short. I'm not going to lie. I do fall short sometimes. I am not that identity. But when the times that I do feel like I'm falling short, I go away, I, I meditate, I won't jump on the trampoline, I'll go and get a Starbucks, I'll go for a walk, I'll go for a workout. And after I've done that activity, I then remind myself of who I am and step back into the room. And then I show up so much more differently. And even talking about it on this podcast today has just ingrained it even more because I, 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 tr- I just feel it. I can't describe the feeling, guys. And I just want that for you. I honestly do. But it, it takes work to put this into your body, to put this into your mind. Please try and do it every single day. Like I said, if you have to write it down, journal it, post-it notes, screensavers, whatever you need to do to remind yourself daily on who you want to be. So oh, that was that was a lot. That's a lot of wisdom in, in the space of, 
you know, over half an hour. And I'm just so excited for you guys. I just want you to try and implement this because I know what it's going to give you for your life. And if you've got any questions or anything you want to run by me, then please feel free and shout out. Um, I'm on Instagram as Katie J Wren or on Facebook, the connection club as a page. I'll answer any questions there. I'll help you guys any way that I can. Um, I'm here to serve you, support you and just help you truly live your life as best connected as possible. So thanks for being with me today. I really appreciate it. And, um, I'm, (laughs) I'm just so excited for you guys. Really. I really, really am. If you do this, I know a lot of you won't do it. That's the most frustrating part about doing this. These episodes is that a lot of people will listen to this and do nothing. Really, you will do nothing, but one of you or some of you will, and it will be life-changing truly. Like I mentioned on the previous episode, my greatest mentor, Alex, always, always ended with a meeting saying the same quote. And this is relevant to you guys too. Every man and woman will stumble upon a gift. Sadly, most of them will get up, dust themselves off and walk on by like nothing's ever happened. Don't let that be you. Use this tool and I promise you, you'll have the greatest gift in life. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. I love you. God bless. Have a beautiful connected day. 